Welcome to the Confident Swinger Podcast, the podcast that teaches you to grow your confidence and embrace your badassery so you can fully experience the wonderful world of the lifestyle. If you are a swinger and you want to stop holding back and start living out all your sexy dreams, then this show is for you. I'm Joe Levitt, your host, coach, cheerleader, and guide, and I'm super excited to take this journey with you. So get excited. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Confident Swinger Podcast, where we grow your self-confidence and badassery so you can fully experience the lifestyle of your choice, or so you can get out of your head and into their bed. I'm Joe Levitt, confidence coach for swingers and other sexy freaks, and I help people get laid more. And who doesn't want that? This is episode 21, Fear of Being Rejected. How many times have you been talking to somebody you were interested in? You are interested. You're pretty sure they're interested too. You want to ask them if they want to go play, but you freeze. Your heart is pounding. Your palms are sweaty. You're still horny, but now your head is screaming at you. Don't do it. She doesn't want to play with you. She's going to reject you. If you ask her, she's just going to say no. So you keep talking. You keep up the small talk and you don't ask her. You don't tell her you're interested. And the longer you wait, the harder it becomes. I mean, making a move, not your dick. Even your dick is feeling this fear, and it's not getting any harder. The longer you wait, the bigger that fear grows. It grows sharp teeth and claws. It's ugly. Like your mother-in-law. I mean, not my mother-in-law. She's amazing. But your fear of rejection just keeps growing and you keep not making a move. Eventually, something comes up and she walks away or you walk away and you miss your chance. Your fear of getting rejected was bigger than your desire to get your dick wet. Your bitchy little brain won and your dick lost. So now you feel a little relieved because you aren't facing that fear of rejection anymore. But you're disappointed in yourself. You feel like a coward and nobody likes feeling like that. It's worse than dealing with your mother-in-law. Or how about this scenario? You're at a party and you see somebody super sexy. You want to go talk to them. You want to start a conversation, but you're scared. You're scared they're going to reject you. You're scared they're going to laugh at you. You're just scared. So you tell yourself that they're out of your league You tell yourself they're not going to be interested in you. You tell yourself it's just not a good time right now. You tell yourself, maybe after I've had a couple more drinks, I'll have the courage to go talk to them. But you never do. Your asshole brain came up with all these excuses to hold you back. And the excuses made you feel better in the short term because they stopped the fear. But they led to other feelings. Shame, disappointment, anger, guilt, maybe a little self-loathing like a cherry on top. I get it. We've all been there. It's a shitty place to be. Wouldn't you like to have the confidence to go talk to that hottie? Then keep listening. On every episode, I will be wearing new podcast panties. Today, my podcast panties are a sexy little lace Victoria's Secret thong 
with orange lace and little hearts on the front. Very sexy. Also, at the beginning of the show, I like to give a little warning about my potty mouth and the explicit content in this show. In case you missed it, this is a show for swingers, by swingers, or swinger at least, it's usually just me. And swingers really like sex, so that's what we talk about. So adults only for this ride. And we talk about building your confidence. Why? Because confidence is sexy. People are attracted to confidence. The single most effective thing you can do to make yourself more attractive, other than maybe winning the lottery or having plastic surgery to make yourself look like Megan Fox or maybe Ryan Reynolds, is to build your confidence. People may be attracted to different body sizes and shapes and different features, but most people would say they're attracted to confidence and personality. I can't help you change your face. I'm not a plastic surgeon. And I can't help you win the lottery. I really wish I could. But I can help you build your confidence. But only if you're committed. Only if you really want to change and are invested in putting in the work. Because it's not easy. But it is so fucking worth it. That's what I'm passionate about. Is helping you embrace your badassery. Also, just a reminder, I'm a coach. I'm not a therapist or a counselor. It's not the same thing. As a coach, I'm looking to take you through a specific program designed by me to help you build your confidence. We do look into your mind, but not in a mental health kind of way. It's more in a your thoughts are affecting your actions kind of way. Okay, guys, enough about that. It's Joe time. So what is rejection? I'd like to start with a definition. The Cambridge Dictionary defines rejection as the act of refusing to accept, use, or believe something or someone. And that kind of fits perfectly with what I'm going to talk about. For the purposes of today's show, the thing that they're refusing to accept or use is your genitals. So basically, you're facing the fear that someone is going to reject the use of your naughty bits. I mean, it obviously goes a little bit deeper than that. And since I like to go deep, pun intended, we're going to dig deep. We're going to dig into why it's so fucking scary that someone might not want to play with your naughty bits. So where does this fear come from? Humans have a need for connection. From the very beginning of time, man were safer together. Back in caveman days, it was safer to live together, to hunt together. More people survived to bump uglies and make more caveman babies, so that need got passed on. So this sense of connection, of togetherness, became a need. We evolved from caveman, okay, well some of us have, but we still have this biological need. People need connections, they need love, they need belonging, they need acceptance. The need for acceptance in itself is really fucking important. And we'll have a show just on that in the future. But this episode is about the fear of being rejected. Particularly the fear of being rejected in a sexual scenario. So we're going to focus on the fear of rejection as it relates to sex. Sex is a biological need too. Our brains and our bodies want sex. That biological need stems from the need to procreate, to go forth and multiply, to spread our seed all over the damn place. 
As swingers, we're more interested in the seed spreading for fun and not for baby making, but the need for sex is still there. So our brain tells us that we need this connection, right? It's part of our DNA. We need to feel accepted because if we aren't accepted, then we aren't going to build that connection. And if we don't build that connection, then we aren't going to have sex. I mean, that just makes sense, right? A equals B equals C. Acceptance equals connection equals sex. The problem with that is that acceptance is at the beginning of that equation. Since it's so important to be accepted, there's a lot of pressure on us to be accepted. And if we've been in a situation where we feel like we haven't been accepted, like if we're in a situation where somebody rejects us, then we start to get a fear of not being accepted. A fear of being rejected. And fear is a super powerful fucking emotion. We don't like it. It's scary. It's big. We'll do a lot of shit to avoid feeling that fear. That means that sometimes we do things we don't want to do to avoid that fear. And sometimes we don't do things that we really want to do to avoid that fear. And it makes sense if you've experienced a lot of rejection in the past. If you've been rejected a lot in a lot of different situations and that rejection has affected you negatively in a really profound way, then sure, it makes sense that you'd avoid that. It makes sense that you would avoid situations that would cause you yet another rejection. But here's the deal with our bitchy little brains too. They fucking exaggerate. A lot. They don't like pain, even a little bit of pain. So they're going to tell us whatever bullshit is necessary to avoid it. So even if the reality is you haven't been rejected your whole life, your brain is going to tell you that you have been. So let's say the reality is that you tried to talk to five people. And of those five people, one person rejected you. Your brain is not going to focus on the four people that didn't reject you. It's not going to focus on the four people that accepted you that you were able to make a connection with. No, your brain is going to focus on the one person that caused you pain. And it's going to tell you, see, you're a loser that nobody wants. The reality is your brain is lying to you. Four of the five people did want you. They did accept you. They did connect with you. But our asshole brains are going to focus on that one person. They're going to focus on the negative. They're going to focus on the pain. Because pain is a big fucking motivator. Most people are way more likely to run away from something bad than to run towards something good. So our brains are going to use that pain as motivation to avoid those situations in the future. Unless we teach it to do something else. But that's really hard too. Our brains don't like change. So they tell us stories to keep us from changing because the known is safe. It may not be happy or satisfying or fulfilling, but it's known. And when our brains tell us shit that works in the short term, they get reinforced to keep telling us that shit because it worked. So for example... If my brain tells me that some sexy thing is not going to want to talk to me, that I'm not attractive enough or funny enough or interesting enough, and I use that as an excuse to not go talk to her, then my brain wins in the short term. It avoided the pain. It avoided the fear of rejection. 
or more realistically, the fear of the possibility of being rejected. So what can that fear of rejection look like? The fear of rejection or the fear of being rejected can look like not making the first move, but it can also look like not putting yourself out there. It can look like not talking to somebody new. It can look like not putting yourself in social situations or maybe staying on the sidelines. It can look like not participating in games or activities. And it can look like not telling somebody that you're interested. And it can also look like people-pleasing. I'm working on a people-pleasing episode. And it'll be a doozy coming from a recovering people-pleaser. The after-effects of people-pleasing aren't always pretty. Unlike my podcast panties, which are very pretty. But that fear of rejection can also look like not saying no. It can look like not asking for help. It can look like perfectionism. And it can look like hiding who you really are from people. And what can that fear of rejection feel like? It can feel like insecurity. It can feel like fear of saying or doing the wrong thing. It can feel like fear of being judged. It can feel like fear of embarrassing yourself. It can feel like fear of feeling awkward. It can feel like fear of not fitting in. It can feel like fear of not being liked. It can feel like fear of a lot of things, but really fears at the base. We all have the fear of being rejected. It's a biological reaction. It's in our DNA. We can't stop that fear. And that's the problem that a lot of people have. They wait to take action until they feel like they're ready. They wait until they aren't afraid. And they wait and they wait and they wait. Because that fear never goes away. You can't stop that fear. The point of this whole fucking show isn't to stop the fear. The point of this show is to recognize the fear for what it is and decide that you aren't going to let that fear stop you. So what are the consequences of giving into the fear? What are the consequences of letting the fear stop you? If you give in to that fear of rejection, you play small. You don't take chances. You can't fail if you don't try, but you also can't win. You don't put yourself out there. You don't explore yourself, your own wants, your own needs, your own desires. And you don't get what you really want. So you tell yourself that you didn't really want it. It wasn't really important. So basically you're lying to yourself, which weakens your self-trust and your self-acceptance. So if you're okay with that, if you're okay with playing small, if you're okay with never achieving the life you really want, then that's fine. You're a grown-ass adult and you get to decide what you want to do. But if you want more, if you're tired of living life on the sidelines and you want to get in the goddamn game already, I have some tips to help you overcome that fear of being rejected. Once again, we're not trying to stop that fear of being rejected. We can't stop that fear, but we can overcome it. I have 
10 tips for you guys today to overcome that fear of being rejected. Tip number one, explore the reality of the consequences. What are the true consequences of getting rejected? I started with this tip because I think this is the most important. Get some perspective and look at this from outside your fear. If someone doesn't want to play with you, is your partner going to stop loving you? Are your friends going to stop loving you? Are you going to be banished from the lifestyle? Are you going to lose your swinger card? Are you going to die? Is everybody at the party going to simultaneously stop what they're doing and laugh at you? Is the other person going to think that you're a predator if you ask them if they want to play with you? Are you going to get a reputation for being a major slut? Take a few minutes and think about what the actual real-life consequences of asking somebody to play with you. Step away from your feelings for a second and look at the real-life consequences. I think that you might just realize that they aren't nearly as bad as what you built it up to be in your head. Tip number two, realize that it's not all about you. If someone doesn't want to play with you, chances are it's probably got way more to do with them than it has to do with you. People that struggle with insecurity tend to focus on themselves. They think it's all about them. Because they don't have self-acceptance, they don't have a strong belief in themselves, so they're seeking that acceptance from other sources. That's part of the story that they've been telling themselves, is other people won't like me or accept me or want me. They don't focus on what's really important, which is liking and accepting yourself first. Remember that acceptance is a need, and they don't have it inside themselves, so they need it from outside sources. The problem with that is you're giving other people the control over your feelings when you do that. Tip number three, ask yourself what it really means. Is that rejection a reflection of you? Does it mean that you're unlovable, undesirable, unwanted? No, it means that at this moment in time, this one person doesn't want to do this one thing with you. That's it. That's all it means. Tip number four, recognize that you are more than your fear. That fear doesn't define you. It's what you're feeling right now in this moment, and that's okay. But it's just one small part of you. The spotlight is shining bright on that fear right now. But there's a whole stage there. You just can't see it because the spotlight on the fear is blinding you. Tip number five, diffuse from the feeling. When you are so caught up in the feeling of fear, you let it control your actions. So create some distance from that feeling. I'm having the feeling of fear right now. Or picture the fear as a funny character trying to stop you from taking action. Like Mr. T, I pity the fool that doesn't want to play with me. Go back and listen to episode six, Overcoming Negative Self-Talk. I talk about some other techniques in that episode to help you diffuse from your thoughts. Mr. T. Tip number six, recognize what the fear feels like in your body. Specifically, the more information you have, the better you can make informed decisions and take informed intentional action. Tip number seven, 
accept the feeling. I know this is hard, but you can't stop the feeling, so stop trying. Make friends with the feeling, notice it, name it, and then make room for it in your life. It's going to be there anyway. You might as well make room for it. Tip number eight, come back to the present moment. Your fear is based on what could happen instead of what actually is happening. So focus all of your attention on the present moment. Use all of your senses. Tip number nine, don't let the fear stop you. Take committed action. Have you ever been afraid of something, but you did it anyway? Have you ever had a job interview that you were really wanted and you were sweating bullets, but you did it? Guys, did you ask your girlfriend to marry you? Were you scared shitless? Did you do it anyway? If it's important to you, don't let the fear stop you from taking committed action. And tip number 10, start small. If you find that the fear of rejection has stopped you a lot, start by giving yourself small challenges. Start with talking to a stranger, somebody you'll probably never see again. Build on that success by challenging yourself to something a little harder next time and then harder until you can walk up to someone and ask them if they want to go play. Focus on the long game. You're a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. We all are. God knows I've done a shit ton of growing and changing in the last year and a half. We're all trying to do better, to be better, to be better versions of ourselves, to become the person that we really want to be. And you can't move towards that person if you don't know what that person really wants, what's really important to that person. So I'm going to ask you, what do you really want? What's really important to you? Do you want to be the kind of person that people are attracted to and want to play with? Is that important to you? Do you want to be the kind of person that feels comfortable in their own skin and isn't afraid to be who they really are? Do you want to be the kind of person that isn't afraid to face a challenge? There's a book called Top 5 Regrets of the Dying by Bronnie Ware. She's a hospice nurse caring for people at the end of their lives. And she wrote about the clarity of vision that people gained at the end of their lives. The top regret of dying people, the regret that surfaced over and over again, was this. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. I'm going to read that one more time. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Fuck, you guys. I don't want to get to the end of my life and regret that I hadn't been true to myself. And I don't want that for you. I want you to be true to yourself. Find who you want to be, the you that's living inside, just screaming to get out. And don't let fear of being rejected stop you. Don't get to the end of your life and realize that you lived small because you were afraid people wouldn't accept the real you. You are fucking amazing. You, listening to this right now, you are fucking amazing. Don't let fear stop you from the life you want to live. Well, that's it for today's show. 
I hope you take some of this and use it in your life. If you're enjoying the show and you're getting value from it, please share it. Share it with other swingers. Tell people about it. If you're listening and you haven't left me a review on iTunes or Apple Podcast, please go do that. It helps me and it helps the show. And that means we can all get laid more. It takes like 30 seconds, so please go do that for me. I would really appreciate it. And I'd love to give you some on-air love. I love you, sexy freaks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.